everybody. Welcome to Hashtag Wine Lads, episode number nine. So I am always um, Boomer. And I'm the paper mache bandit. But my friends call me Cal, and you can too. It's good okay. to be back. It's <laughs> Thursday. It's Thursday. And oh, that Thursday. means... Wine day. Wine day. Wine day. Yeah. Um, awesome. How are you, Mr. Boomer Birmingham? I'm all right. Yeah, it's been, it's been all right this week. Been out, I actually got out and about on Monday. So I actually left St. Nears, which was pretty cool. Oh, where'd you go? I went to um, Parliament Tattoo to get some more done on my back piece. So I actually oh. spent like a whole day out. Has oh, that been and gone now? I didn't... Re- Shit. Oh, okay, cool. How, how was it? Uh, it was decent sitting. So yeah, it was... Uh, when was it? We did about seven hours there. So, you know, it hurts, obviously. That's a long but, time to be wearing a mask. Yeah, I actually, this is, yeah, this is one of the concerns I had. So I've got like, I've got two masks. So I've got one that a friend of mine, Colette, made me. And then, uh, which is like quite a thick one. So I kind of wore that on the train and I brought like a backup mask, which I bought off eBay, which is quite light. Okay. So then I like, the light one, I tried it on, like it arrived that morning. So I tried it on and go, this is way more comfortable. <laughs> it's like... So I thought, I'll wear my heavy duty one on the train because, you know, who the fuck knows he's on there. And you can't open windows on network rail trains anymore. Oh, okay. The windows don't open anymore. There's, just, there's no nothing for you to do up there. I guess because they have the air con on there. Yeah, which yeah. right now is an issue. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I thought I'd wear my heavy duty one there. had like, you know, sunglasses and a hat on as well. It was sunny, so it didn't look weird. I didn't just look like the Invisible Man or something like that. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so then I had like my lighter mask on during the session. Everything was fine. Yeah, but the mask wasn't an issue, actually. At the end of it, though, I did have my beard look really weird. It had like a centre parting in it where it just been like squished against my face for the whole day. So that looked a bit weird. But no, yeah, it was really nice to get out of St. Neats for the day. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah, even if it was like a day of basically getting tortured. But yeah, yeah. We got a lot done, so it's totally worth it. Because I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, I will say what I'll show you next time I see you. I guess I'll just yeah, take my shit yeah. off. I mean, it normally happens when we see each other. It does. It does indeed. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with tattoos. It's just, <laughs> just, just guy love. Don't compromise. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Yeah. Two guys. There we go. <laughs> I thought you were going to sing it as soon as I said it, so I, I left it. Maybe, maybe this is a thing that we could do. We could do like a, a Wine Lads recording of it, and that could be like a bonus from, say, if we ever get like a Patreon started, that could be one of the benefits of signing up. You get the the the, the recording. We'll get Dan O'Dell, we'll get Heartwork to do it, and we'll do a, a recording of Guy Love. We could do a selection of rewards. Like, I think I remember when um, Run the Jewels did one of these ones, the hip hop duo Run the Jewels, when they were like, I can't remember what it was for, but they were like, I think everything was getting donated to a charity because that's a very them thing to do. Like, they, they release all their albums on the internet for free. Like, you can just have them. And if you want to buy them on vinyl, then they get money for that. Yeah. But everything else just gets, they also donate loads of their money. I guess because they got established hip hop careers between like, each other anyway. Then Run the Jewels, they kind of tend not to make as much money. They probably still make like shitloads of cash off it because everyone buys their merch. But they did this um, Patreon thing where they just had like a whole selection of ludicrous things you could buy for extraordinary amounts of money. So you can have like Jamie and Mike will come to your house. We will smoke all of your weed and we will do a live show in your living room. And that, <laughs> and that costs like $500,000. Just like all these stupid things like they would do. I think one of them was a joke, which is we will make remix, do a whole remix album of our, of our latest album, just using cat noises. <laughs> Someone put a crowdfunder together and actually made that happen. Oh, wow. Okay. So they, they released an album called Meow the Jewels. 
which is just all of the sounds, like the, all of the production, all the music, it's just like our cat purrs, meows, shrieks, all that type of stuff. And they actually literally released a whole album of it. Amazing. So, yeah, so maybe we'll do a Patreon and have, you, know, you can have wine lads in your house. We, we will come to your house when, once. Come to your house and drink all your wine. <laughs> we will drink all your wine and we will chat shit to each other and you, if you want to be involved. Yeah. Uh, we will just chat shit for an evening and then we we just we also will require either a lift home or a taxi i mean i guess we can we can pay for that right this 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 the patreon thing oh wait it's 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 a privilege for us to be there it's a privilege yeah yeah yeah. we think gonna think big here you know (laughs) big cow (laughs) so i'm thinking like a common man exactly yeah we're (laughs) we're internet celebrities now well, I don't know how internet celebrity we are, but you know, that's the dream the dream to be the internet and internet to be celebrity, a, a legit internet celebrity. So, anyway, so we have a back to business as mostly usual today. We've yeah. got special guests, we do. Oh. And kind of speaking of internet celebrities, this fella is uh, somewhat of a, an internet celebrity, maybe I'd say he's definitely got quite a following. He is verified on Twitter, I can tell you that much. Um, and he is uh, a close friend of uh, myself and uh, Mr. Boomington as well. Uh, so um, you might think, we, we both live in the, the town of St. Neots, um, and you might think you know who the mayor of St. Neots is just because he's got his credentials and he's got, you know, uh, you know, he was sworn in or whatever happens to the mayors, but that would be wrong. He's not the mayor of St. Neots. There is a true mayor of St. Neots. He also runs his own production company called Special Gun, uh, or co-runs with, with, with a couple of uh, with guys. Uh, he is an ex-video games uh, reviewer, I guess, uh, on videogamer.com when that was a thing, which I think still might be a thing, but he's not on it anymore. And he's had a history of working within the video games industry. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Stephen W. Burns, the mayor of St. Neots. How's it going, man? Hello, boys. How are you? Very Good, well, mate. thank you. Good, Very mate. well. How are you? Fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm not. I'm really busy as well. It's just I would like to leave yes. this uh, 2000 AD episode we're in. What's, there's, there's one of them where the guy gets his dream home, and it turns out that it's being controlled by a computer, a bit like Hal from 2001. Just never okay. lets him leave. I'm, like, I'm starting to feel a bit like that. <laughs> I'm afraid I uh, can't. If you guys want to come over, suit. please do. Get your hazmat suits on and uh, get down it. <laughs> Loving the t-shirt, by the way. Yeah, I thought I'd better give him a shout out, you know. I think he's, he's, he's collectively mentioned like uh, once an episode, so uh, maybe one day we'll get him on as a guest. Yeah, no, actually don't. Don't do it. <laughs> like Plaza Soze, it turns out kind of your him at the very end, all the clues are there. <laughs> How have you guys been? Yeah, yeah, good, man, good. Good, yeah, we've just had a little... A brief catch up so we've yeah probably given you the most detailed introduction we've given anyone so far so apologies True. to anyone come before this so uh, it's because i know so much about you i'm sure to your to your well, dismay. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, despite knowing you for quite a while actually i've realized during his introduction he said a lot of stuff i actually didn't know about you because i just we just hang out and then i kind of know like similar interests we have just shit that mm. we talk about which we have a lot in common of random nonsense but I realize I never actually ask anybody like what they do for a living or any of that kind of stuff. Oh, that's fine. That's a bunch of bollocks anyway, really, isn't yeah. it? Like, well, don't, it's not, don't, don't undersell it too much, but yeah, we're banking on that. We need some content. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I directed it's a good shit. It's now. good shit. 
Um, Burns, do you have your wine ready? Right, yeah, so I don't know anything about wine or anything. Neither do um, we. Yeah, and so I, uh, I looked in the cupboard at the wine stash my girlfriend has and thought, well, yeah, there's a bottle in there, that's gotta be it. Um, and it turns out it's not, it's Prosecco. So I'm just, yeah, I don't, I, I know nothing about this. So let's, I mean, I'll probably fire the cork through next door's window or something. <laughs> be a good, good intro. Um, but yeah, see how it goes, eh? I mean, technically a sparkling wine, so it fits the criteria. Absolutely. Yeah, we have, also we haven't had one on there yet because again we got we tried to be adventurous once and had I had a rosé and you had a white wine and we both Ooh. weren't happy with it so we've just gone back to red so I'm happy you have you have bitten the bullet and gone for something else. So well, I mean it's just ignorance, just general ignorance. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's got to be it, right? And then the Microsoft showcase started and uh, then I had another look. Thought, well, I can't go out now because I'm going to be doing something for it. So where's was I've gone to the shop to get wine for a, for a show. <laughs> Not going to is it really? So, it's exactly what I did. Yeah, <laughs> just a bottle of wine, please. Um, how was the Microsoft Showcase? It was good. I think that they've got a really good chance of, of really smashing it this time around. Obviously, last time wasn't the greatest with the Xbox One. But yeah, the Game Pass stuff is fantastic. Nice. Uh, everyone's always talking about the Netflix for games. I'm not sure that's what they necessarily mean, but paying you know, a certain amount a month and then you go, right, I want to play that, great. So, oh, that's actually my uh, my WhatsApp there. Sorry, boys. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. This, is the, this is the well-oiled machine of... Uh... <laughs> cool, all right. Cal, what have you got? Okay, so much like last time, uh, I spotted a wine and I thought it was Wolf Blast. When it actually turned out to be Wolf Blast, I've stuck with the theme of uh, like cool sounding wines. Now I'm sure yes. I'm pronouncing this wrong. Dino. It's probably Dino. It's probably Dino. But I'm calling it Dino. Like it. So it's, it's, it's dinosaur wine. Um, so yeah, it's it's a um, made from dinosaurs. I assume. Uh, we haven't had one of these on. I looked up how to pronounce it beforehand, and I've already forgotten. Uh, San uh, Sangiovese. Sangiovese. It's the type of grape it that's gone into it. So okay. it's uh, yeah, not no, it's not Merlot. It's not a uh, Sauvignon uh, Cabernet Merlot, Merlot. You know all the different ones. I've already forgotten them all. And um, it's something a little bit different. So um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Nice, nice. Yeah. I have a um, a Leon Perdigal Cote de Rhone. Oh, I do love a Cote de Rhone. I haven't had one of them on here yet. Yeah, don't it's think. been a long time. My um, my parent because I because I was um off on monday i was out all day so no one to look after the dog so basically he stayed with my parents for a couple of days because they like having him so it's like a little holiday for him and they get someone not my brother to pay attention to so they get to enjoy it as well so when they brought it back though they also brought me back a bottle of wine which was nice of them said you can use this one on the podcast so nice if it's shit it's on them if it's if it's great well done parents good work yeah let's open it let's find out yeah all right let's do some opening Another corker. I've gone back with the old uh, screw top because the cork, the, the one cork I did uh, didn't go too well. So uh, let's have a little bit of an on-screen. Let I put you off corks for life now. No, I'll go back to them. I'll go back. Tell you what, this week is fucking dragging on at the moment, so I'm going to need this. It's Thursday, at least. There's not too much longer left. This is very true. I've got a whole weekend of PlayStation planned, so that's going to be pretty cool. Oh, yeah? What are you playing? Last of Us 2. Pretty good, that. It is pretty good. I am... Um, I found the uh, the dusty PlayStation Three. That's quite another near the beginning. That I think you sent me and Ben the uh, the, the screenshot. Of. My God, looks amazing. Yeah, it is terrifying. It's like in 
Judgment, is it? The uh, Sega game, uh, the spin-off of the Yakuza, where you can just play Virtual Fighter 5, find Levo in it. Just go oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Horrible. All right, cool. Um, so I don't know if this is really going to apply for yours, Burns, because uh, you've got Prosecco. Uh, we normally do the whole, you tilt it and look at it, steps, and you smell it and you sip it. There you go. Yeah, I mean... one's very light. Wait, is it smell, then swell, then smell again? Uh, yeah, sure. We'll speed him along since this had nothing yeah. to do with Burns right now. Have you opened yours, Burns? Yeah, yeah, just he held it. Oh, good. So I was, I was, oh. oh, this smells really good, actually. It smells really fruity. He's, skip, he's skipping the steps. Yeah. Smells like but again, I don't know if it matters with Prosecco. Oh, that's quite dry. A bit Ooh. sour. Mine's got a little... Oh, it's, mine's very sweet and very berryish and fresh. It's got a bit of a hollow aftertaste. That only makes sense to me, I think. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the only way I could... That's the immediate description that came to my head when I got that. It's, it's just feels like, it feels like there's an edge of flavour, but with nothing in the middle. I could be oh. a smell, eh? <laughs> uh, no, to be honest, actually, I think I understand what you mean by that. Is this I like... Just, one? Music wankers describe uh, guitars and their sound as angular, very angular. <laughs> so, yeah, I really like it. I mean, Boomer, can you comment on that as you play guitar? Um, I try not to be that much of a dick, but, well, I say I try. I'm not saying I succeed. I, <laughs> I definitely... I mean, you've heard my fucking pairings with albums. I sound like such a pretentious dickhead just describing an album. Imagine when I'm actually it, plugging a guitar in. I love it. Maybe this, maybe this time we should, uh, with Burns as the special guest, we should pair with either a film or video game. Ooh. Or ex ex expand it. You can do music, film or video game. Do whatever you want. Why not? There why not? Why but, not? Why not? But anyway... Moving on. So, uh, Burns, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to be with here, be with us here today. Uh, it's great to have you. We've been uh, talking about it for a little while, getting you on here. I mean, not to the audience, but me to myself I'm at the night time in my bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've, um, I've introduced you, which I guess you probably can go back and, and see once this is all out, um, as you are currently running or co-running uh, the production company Special Gun. Mm -hmm. Ex uh, video games reviewer at videogamer.com. Was it dot com or was it dot net? Dot com. It was dot com. I got it right. I, I hope so. Right. <laughs> uh, and you've generally had a history in, in the video games industry, being like a tester for, I think it was, was Sega was one of the companies you definitely did it yeah. for. Yeah. An EA. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your journey in the industry and, and, and where you got to from, from there. Because I think uh, I've think the stuff that you do is absolutely interesting and uh, we go on a bit later to talk about how I've been able to get involved with that. Um, but yeah, no, over to you. Uh, well, like most people, I left uni and uh, sat around for a while going, what shall I do? And then just by sheer chance, my girlfriend lived down the road from EA's uh, testing mansion, as it were. Um, and I thought, fuck it. I like video games. I'll have a go at it. And applied. And of course they said yes, because they pay, at that point they pay nothing and they just need bodies and seats. So but I was very, very excited about this. And yeah, worked there for a while. I think that was really instructive on seeing how video games actually get made. Uh, at that point, it was still very clandestine in a way. And it still is now, like not really, but in a lot of movies, you have huge behind the scenes stuff. You also have the actors years later, if it's an older movie, slagging each other off, saying the director was a fucking wanker on the set or this or that. You never get that in games, really. And I think a lot of that is down to 
you know, very tech focused, so proprietary tech as well. You're not just not allowed to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, that gave me a bit of an insight. Went to Sega and then uh, went out uh, in St. Neitz town uh, and got shit faced with Ben Sides, no doubt. And I came back and uh, I looked on Imagine Publishing's website just to see if there are any jobs available. So what you're seeing here is the theme of being very lucky. And yeah, there was one and I applied. For, well, actually, I didn't apply for it. I grabbed a pen and wrote Imagine down on my hand and then and then I woke up in the morning and was like, oh, oh yeah, sure, I better apply for that job. And uh, I did and I got it. And so worked on a few magazines in Bournemouth for a while, uh, 360 and PS3 Max. Oh yeah, I forgot um, about that, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then a video gamer gave me a shout and said, we like your stuff, do you wanna, wanna come down and have an interview? And I said, yeah, okay. It sounds very prosaic, which is what it is. A lot of people's backstories are so like, and then I did this. Like, you did fucking nothing. Like, someone <laughs> called you and you said, yeah, I should like to do that. Right. Um, but yeah, so video gamer, right people at the right time, I think. Very, uh, everyone who came together had a background in older video game magazines uh, from like, Amiga Power or uh, CBG, uh, Me Machine, Sega. And we wanted to recreate some of that. And so for some unknown reason, it kind of went into becoming a, a weekly wrestling show about video games. Yeah, and, so uh, um, if, uh, Boomer, if you haven't gone onto YouTube and seen some of the, uh, the, the video gamer TV videos that Burns <laughs> used to take part in, I'd highly recommend doing it because it became this massive, massive thing um, uh, on the internet where you guys really developed sort of quite a name for yourselves is the way I understood it from, from, from my following of it. Obviously, this outsider looking in. Yeah, it was, it was weird. We, uh, we had a lot of people who were already quite well known in the industry and then everyone came together. And we were just given the opportunity. Like we're coming on Mondays and I will remember. And we were already pushing the envelope, as it were, on some of the review stuff. Um, and we thought we're never going to be as big as the real big boys uh, by just playing it straight. And so we thought, well, you know, why not send it up? Uh, you know, why not take a piss a little bit, bottom style? Uh, and yeah, but it, it suddenly became this huge thing where once the wrestling stuff started rolling in the, the, the show, is that we were now like, well, shit, now I've got to continue doing this. So every Monday, everyone would come in, like, right, what happens this week? I don't know. Well, you, you tell me. And uh, it, I, I, we had to churn them so quickly that I, I barely watched a lot. I watched them in the edit and they'd go out. So there's a very, very tiny, tiny low-rent version of The Simpsons here. Oh, yeah. I, so, I was going to say it's like, a, like an episode of the, the South Park because they have like yeah. the seven days to air, right? Yeah. And, um, and then suddenly people started to like, really, really get on with it. I remember being in LA and I was standing outside of 7-Eleven and uh, for an E3 one year. And uh, this guy came up to me and he was like, oh, can I get a photo? And my response was, why? Because we just didn't see ourselves. I know it sounds like a real wanky 70s prog rock sort of thing to say, but we were, we were so focused on making it. And then that was just one day in the rest of the, the schedule. Um, and I said, oh, I'm really sorry. Yes, of course. And it, yeah, people still kind of stop us as well. Say, oh, you were in the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Someone made a documentary on YouTube about it. I've watched uh, it. Yeah, it's really interesting to, to see your work having certain theories attached to it. And really, it's, <laughs> all, it's all a big mistake. Or <laughs> you come in on Monday, and you're like, oh, I want to do it. Uh, but yeah, it was really fun. We met loads of great people. Um, and yeah, I'll always be really 
thankful to the, the top brass at Video Gamer for saying, hey, do you want to come in? It was never meant to be like that. You know, they were just a fairly straight video, uh, uh, sorry, uh, games uh, outlet. Well, okay, yeah, fine. And they let us run with it, which may have been stupid in hindsight, really. But uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I always used to watch those videos and I just used to think that looked like the, the funnest thing ever. And um, like the, the different characters that came on. So um, there was... Obviously, Jim, who you're working with now, who replaced um, Matt. Matt, yeah. Uh, and there was uh, Bratters and Simon Miller, who obviously does. Who Boomer, you you follow a bit of his stuff Miller, as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, culture, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I was actually watching some what culture videos while I was supposed to be working today. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was just it just I just watched it turn into this 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 thing and getting bigger and bigger and it was uh, it was a shame shame when it all came to an end because obviously video games moved on from that bit because everyone's kind of left and um, but obviously you and uh, Jim Trinker have moved on to something else which is equally as exciting and uh, and I think uh, uh, it's been a good step for you guys which is uh, Special Gun which is the mm. uh, production company that you are. Um, that you're working with so um yeah tell us tell us a little bit about that Indeed. well the name always confuses people a little bit uh and so when we were forming we thought well we need a name obviously we uh, we have our um our holding name like most companies but but well we want something that stands out and i remember being in dave mills as the other uh, co-owner his front room for what seemed like days and days going on who's taken this name who's taken that name and in the end, for a bit of levity, we stuck on the day-to-day, and uh, it had that line uh, with the horses in the salt in uh, the tube. They go, oh, he's going to go into the tunnel with a special gun, and we just fell out laughing because I always loved that line. We're like, should we just fucking call it that? And I never thought it would stick. Like, okay, well we'll get that out of the way, and then it did. Uh, which is is great in a lot of places because uh, some of our American clients, who are the guys with the uh, the weird name, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not so great in immigration in certain places. That's why we always have to use the uh, trade, mm. the, uh, the holding name. Yeah, it's Burns Mills Trinker Productions. Yeah. Ah, right, <laughs> nice, yeah, fair. Uh, but yeah, Although, so, in, yeah, in America they should probably love that special gun. Tell me more. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Where can I get this special gun? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably think we're just arms dealers. <laughs> more lucrative. Uh, but we, yeah, we, Jim and I, it didn't really, no great master plan, but when you do video game stuff on the editorial side for a, a long time, you start to get into the cycles, the hype cycle, this game gets a sequel, it all just goes around. And you think, well, maybe we should try something new. And uh, so, yeah, we did, which was quite a big step as well considering Brexit had just happened, well, the referendum just happened, we thought, right, brilliant. But yeah, we uh, we were lucky that obviously we were fairly well known, but we still had to prove ourselves as a production house because they just saw us as the talent, you know, the on-camera guys. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. Jim, they knew Jim edited it and he was a, a genius and still is, but we still had to win the clients. So that was pretty nerve wracking. Well, we all left our jobs and David, I think David left a commitment to one of the Justice League movies. Well, not a commitment, he basically, are you going to sign on to do this? And he said, well, no, I'd rather come in on something that I own, which is a lot to give up. If oh, you're yeah. Mm. Fucking bold. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's been great. We've, um, we've been lucky as well, like any small business startup has to be. But yeah, we've, We've been around the world to Osaka, Tokyo, 
uh, did Tokyo Game Show, which I was sure I was never going to get to see, even while I worked in editorial. It just never happened. No one would ever send you to TGS. And then we got some cool projects. We got Resident Evil, did the live action trailer, which was a, a weird dream come true because I remember reading about the original Romero live action trailer as a kid. And the only before, kind of pre-internet, you could only see it in screen grabs in Games Master. Yeah. And then it was weird to be on set producing it years later. I say weird, I was mainly thinking, if something happens here and we don't get the shots, I'm going to kill myself. Because it's a one and done. And the cow was there. I was there. I was there. Uh... I was a bit of a jack of all trades on that one. I was in it. I was sitting playing snares with the, the guy who ran the studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I got Leon's undershirt. I, I did a bit of it. That was, uh, do you know what? That was a that was a really fun day. It was really. I remember I was, you telling me about that. Is there a picture of that in your house? Yes. Yes, there is. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Burns very kindly uh, called me up. Um, to come give a hand on on the uh, on the on the, the set, which was dream come true for me because as I keep saying on here, I maybe I don't say as much as I think I do, but I fucking love video games. Mm. Um, and uh, so we went down, we checked out the uh, the area, and we uh, Dave got us to run through the test footage. So um, mm. uh, Burns did the the Leon stuff. So if anyone knows Resident Evil Two who's watching or listening, uh, there's the the two characters that you play as in the, uh, Leon Kennedy and uh, Claire Redfield, and I, I so. Burns did the uh, the Leon stuff. I did the Claire stuff, and so there's this great uh, photo that I still need to get framed, which is of the test footage where it's of the uh, one of the, the last shots of the thing where Burns is pretending to hold a fake gun towards the camera, and I'm just like looking as they were looking at zombies, and uh, yeah, good day, really good day. Yeah, previous uh, run through is always always helpful because then you can see where what works or what doesn't, but then it kind of also doesn't tell you what's going to happen when all the extras turn up when the u.s police car on a friday in fucking haggerston or wherever it turns up outside of a, a an overground station where uh someone just comes out and starts filming it yes you know, like, well, yeah, I remember that. Can you, do you mind <laughs> don't care it's, it's public um but yeah we we had a lot of cooperation with, with capcom on that uh, which i think really made it they sent over the outfits that the the leads wear in the actual game to uh, is scanned in so our actors could wear them which which was amazing but he also you're like well we need to find the actors who fit this and the guy who played leon we had um we had 20 people for each role uh leon and claire and he was the last guy in and i i saw his headshot with the casting director uh he called to the trains had been on strike or something had happened and she said well he might not make it and I said, well, let's let's wait around because he's the guy I think I want. And then when he came in, I was like, yes, I'm glad we waited. Uh, we, it was interesting. We had a lot of different interpretations of Leon. Uh, some of them were cool as fuck, but they just didn't fit. Mm. Like one guy walked in, he was a, a fashion student and owned his own like design label or something. He was oh, massive yeah. colors, walked in, it was so cool. Like, no. But yeah, give me a number. I definitely use it. Yeah. But he looked like he didn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, I just saw this. It's like, no, you've not even got the right colour hair. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, oh well, you know, I come to these things. And uh, so it's probably a lesson in that. But yeah, it was um, a very tense shoot because it had to be done in one day. You've got zombies, zombie makeup, uh, blood shooting out of heads, realistic looking firearms, cars, and uh, yeah, just a lot of stress. But it was worth it. 
Yeah, done it really well. But you can, um, we'll obviously put a link to it. Uh, but it's on YouTube and see it. Um, but yeah, everyone. I remember going around sort of talking to people on on the shoot. Like there was a, a lot of downtime while I think they were filming a lot of the Claire stuff. The guy playing Leon came in and sat with uh, me. Uh, a gym and um, uh, John, who was also there as a, as, a, as a mutual friend of ours, who was doing the making of sort of documentary for it, and the guy who owned the actual uh, studio where uh, studio he that you were filming in, and he uh, he was the nicest guy. <laughs> he was so nice. He was like, oh, I think I don't think he was really aware of uh, my memory could be failing me here. I don't think he was really aware of Resident Evil at the time, but he had gone and done his research on it, and he was yeah. like, this is really cool. Do you remember how big this was? It was like, yeah, man, this is going to be yeah. this is a big deal. Yeah, he was really cool. A lot of landlords or uh, kind of location people they can be really funny about, and I get it. You're paying up to a certain point, but. We did a live action ad for Resi 7 as well. And in the contracts, like if you go a minute over or even like 10 seconds over, then you pay the full day rate again. And so, which led to an unintentionally hilarious moment where we were just literally getting stuff out of the door in this townhouse in Kensington. And it's one of those places that's dilapidated, but it's on a street where everything costs 20 billion pounds. And so <laughs> we, we, uh, there's one in Spitalfields where we did something as well like that. And so we're just chucking this stuff out just to get out of the house and give the keys back. And we made it by two minutes. And now we've got loads of stuff in the in the street. And we've got all these mannequins covered with blood. And uh, Dave's like, all right, I'll go and get the van because you can't just park in Kensington or whatever. So got to go. And so I'm standing there outside this really creepy looking house. And this massive Range Rover wherever pulls up. And it's someone on the school run. And these kids jump out. And one of them just goes, ah! <laughs> just a mannequin, like one arm out, blood all over it. We're shooting. And she's like, what's this all about then? Like, honestly, to explain it. And the kids are like, trying to open the bag. I'm like, don't open the bag. It's fine. Don't open the bag. <laughs> so, yeah, there's uh, adventures in producing and shooting are all basically series of accidents or yeah that little kid's face oh my goodness like praying at any moment dave's gonna turn up in the 18 van or whatever and just explain <laughs> this uh because i was just in standard clothing have a lanyard on or anything like that because we were out now and so i thought i'm gonna get arrested so hard here <laughs> Armed police turn up, what's that about? <laughs> Officer, I can explain. Yeah. That nearly happened to me once actually while I was doing a um we doing a photo shoot for an album I did in I'll say a previous band, just I don't know if encounters with the armed police. I think it was RTC, it's fine. Fuck them. Um, so it was with Right Tank Clyde. We were doing a shoot and we just had like this uh, replica assault rifle. And so that was for the, the woman who was standing there. So I make Kirsten was basically standing there like with makeup and like devil horns because the, the album was called The Seven Hells of You. So like she was standing there with like makeup and then like assault rifle in between takes. Me being the absolute idiot I was was just wandering around with it. So a nice policeman came up while we were shooting he could, and he could see that we were filming and like, you know, the model at that point was holding the assault rifle. They go, what are you, uh, what are you boys doing here? And I go, oh, we're just doing a photo shoot for an album. Go, All right, okay, give me one second. He's like, um, yep, cancel that, cancel it, cancel it. 
sure, yep, cancel it, it's fine. He goes, yeah, you're about uh, 20 seconds away from just being face down and getting smashed in by anti-terror yeah. police. We go, oh, well, thank you very much, sir. He goes, were any of you by the road with this? Go, no. I don't believe so. <laughs> don't, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. Not to the best of my recollection. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck around with assault rifles in public, especially at a time when there's been, like, terrorist attacks. I went to a Far Cry 3 preview event and there was a... Uh, there's a guy dressed as Vars and he had a Kalashnikov and we were in Brick Lane and I remember him just going out for a cigarette just completely forgetting that he's got AK-47 slung and looking like the character, big scars, bandolier and uh, walks out, combat boots, the rest of it and you could hear this noise and one of the PR people went, where's he gone? What? And then just screaming, get the fuck back inside. Yeah, I'm amazed no one turned up. Amazed. Because he's just out on the street like, and that was, what, yeah, not too far away, really, from a lot of the badness happening. So I'm amazed that didn't get immediately shut down. But uh, I think it was the PR person going out screaming, which is like, it's a video game. It's fine. We're in here. Uh, but yeah, that could have gone immensely bad immediately. It's a very vast thing to do. Well, exactly. Like he's yeah. still in character. <laughs> yeah. But not, not great. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um... What was the, yeah, I mean, you mentioned uh, about the, like, the contracts and stuff. Um, you know, you go go a minute over and uh, they, they charge those. Like the Resident Evil 2 shoot, biggest thing that guy was concerned about was people not closing the door when they go for a cigarette. Other than that, there was yeah. no problems. Yeah, he was really good. And uh, he was like, yeah, fine. If you're going to go over, just let me know by how much. And uh, yeah, one of the, he was more concerned about keeping the door shut. So other people in the building don't hear all of the screaming and shouting. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the other thing, yeah. You're not allowed to go in this room or that room, which, you know, obviously we had a poke in, but he was really good. And I think when he saw the size of the production as well, as you said, he didn't really realise what it would be with all, all of that happening. Yeah. So then you thought, well, this is cool. And hang around, just check it out. Yeah, he stayed there the whole time, yeah. Because originally, I think he said he was going to go, but then yeah. he, um, he stuck about. I do remember st standing down uh, one of the, the later scenes when it was shot out on the street where it was the, I think it was the zombies chasing Leon down the stairs. Um, I went to the end of the street and sort of did a bit of uh, crowd control, high-vis and everything. And this, uh, this guy and, and uh, woman uh, came up and I was like, oh, sorry, if you just don't mind just waiting. Um, it's just shoot, shooting shooting some uh, film down there. And uh, they'll call cut, and then you can go down or you can go around. And it was like, what if I live down there? It's like, well, there's, there's no houses down there, so I don't think that's a problem. Yeah. And it, there was a cut through, and, he just, and I was just like, but if, I mean, if you just hold on just two seconds, they'll call cut any minute now. And he just walked off. It's like, right, so you don't really care. So why? Yeah, it was, it was because it was a Friday as well, and it's winter. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a Friday, yeah. And everyone's fucking knackered, and I get that. But yeah, I think you did, did pretty well on that. There were some people who just would not have it. Yeah. I mean, it is their legal right. Uh, I kept on saying to Leon, I kept on saying to him, don't come out of the green room with your jacket off until we're literally ready to shoot. And this, you, this happened like two or three times. And I was like, get the fuck back in that green room. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no one was meant to know. We spent a lot of money on it. And we wanted to yeah. be surprised which it ended up being. But yeah, he's just out there in an RPD stuff. And he got an American police car with the lights on. And, yeah. Of that, I'm like, oh my, this is why you have a close set. This is why you do it. But that costs about eight billion dollars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, we, but we, I think that day as well, we, we were, we were lucky. I didn't start pissing it down. 
for example. Yeah. Uh, while we had yeah, yeah. about 80, well, I mean, the insurance alone on the cameras, the Ari Alexa, uh, when that truck turned up and all the toys came out. And all yeah. the girls were like, oh, can I, you know, no, no, of course not. But yeah, we had, we had a, a big crew on it. So I think that helped a little bit because people are like, okay, actually something serious is happening down there. But yeah, that's part of the course with a lot of stuff. Unless you're in an aircraft hangar somewhere, you can't stop people coming in. That's no, true. There's that guy who was filming who came back in his car and deliberately played really loud music. It's just like, yeah. went up to him and was like, mate, we're trying to film here. Can you please not? And he just sort of looked at me and he just, just wound up his window. It's like, fuck you then. Yeah, he wasn't having it, was he? Uh, yeah. And the assistant director, I said, we've got to, something's got to happen here. And the, the our first AD was the guy who'd been the second AD on Black Mirror. So he's done loads, Mission Impossible, whole shooting match. He was like, don't worry about it, I'll get sorted out. And then there were some things I can't repeat uh, about filmmaking, shall we say. And then that, that just ended peacefully. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. He, he was not no, Nothing happened at all, and it all ended up. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> if you go any longer, I'll do X. Within the legal parameters, obviously. Yeah. But we just didn't want, obviously, too much unwanted attention because we had to shoot it all in one day. And that the pressure that comes with that is massive because if you don't get the ending, well, that's it, it's fucked. Yes. And they can't just go, oh, well, we'll shoot that tomorrow. So, yeah, fun and stressful. Very stressful, obviously. I mean, not, I just had fun because I didn't have anything riding on it. So I was just like, this is great. Yeah, I just had my whole career account. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you seemed pretty calm the whole day. I mean, you, I mean, if there were, you got stressed out, I didn't see it. So, uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was good times. Mm-hmm. Good Stress times. Stress Diet Cokes. Okay, you've got one in your hand, give me another one. Like, blowing <laughs> smoke, like a cigarette. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that was back when I was smoking, actually. Yeah, because I was, I remember just going outside. I was like, well, there's nothing we can do at the moment. I'll just have another cigarette, and another cigarette, and another cigarette. Ah, oh, smoking. Uh, you were great. Yeah, it was a good time. All right, cool. That's the wine treat, everyone, by the way. It's probably just like the least touch on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my one's been. Actually... Pretty, yeah, you don't, have, you don't have to spend a long time on it. Just, yeah, give it a gist. Good. I really am enjoying my wine, actually. I I just, I literally went into Tesco. I was like, dino, dinosaur, whatever. I'll have that one. It's actually really, really good. It's going down really nicely. Nice. Burns, you don't look like you've been enjoying it. I mean, it's Prosecco. I mean, that's my own fault. But, you could have uh, picked a different one. <laughs> I mean, I wow. It had Prosecco it, it, written on it in big letters, to be fair. Yeah, but there, this was it. There was only red wine as well in there. And I definitely know that I'm not drinking red wine. Oh, well, you know what I mean? So, yeah, fair enough. My advice would be to drink as much of it as possible. And the more you have, the less you care that you don't like it. Yeah, it feels like this is when you're at a house party and you're just in the cupboards for anything vaguely alcohol-based, like the old lighter fluid shit around. Oh, well, this will do. But it's okay. It just feels a bit too summer in an all-bar one to be too sad. <laughs> you know, living in the, you know, and so, oh, so we'll, get, we'll get the Prosecco. Yeah. And so, I, like, a wave of liquid depression. Given the, I, no I, I fully out. understand what you mean. I'm not personally a fan of Prosecco. It makes my, it makes my tummy feel bubbly. And not that it makes me burp or anything like that. It just, it just feels very uncomfortable when it gets inside me. That it's, sounds, too, it's just too yeah. fizzy. I'll, I'll save you. It's just too, it's fizzy. too fizzy. It's too, there we go. I could have said that. It's too fizzy. There we go. Yeah. Let's go on about things getting inside you again. I did. It's always I did. something Fuck going me. in with you, isn't it? Just going to make it overtly <laughs> sexual. I mean, 
that's that's what people have come to understand now. I mean, that's never come up before. Um, I'm pretty yeah, sure we no. talked about wine going in, wine going in. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we did. We did. How, how's your how's your wine anyway, Boomer? How's yours? Yeah, it's fine to be honest. It's alright. Only fine. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm uh, to be honest. I'm a little disappointed. I thought it was going to be better. Hey, like I it's was. Not, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's just I had high hopes for it. So they say. Let's see, my parents gave it to me, but my dad's, I guess a lot of my wine taste I get from my dad. Like, he's the one who introduced me to wine and so on. So his, we tend to like share the same thing. He likes a lot of like Syrahs and Shiraz, same thing as we've been through in the previous podcast. But yeah, he likes that kind of stuff. I do too. I believe this is with Syrah grapes. So I was expecting, so I was just expecting a bit more. It's quite, this would be better on a hotter, summerier day. Whereas it's been nice today, but it's been the coolest day this week so far, so... I'm boiling right now. Your window's shut. Yes. That's probably why. It's not sunny yeah. outside. I've, uh, yeah, no, it's not, but I've, been, I've had the windows open all day and I've felt quite warm. Oh, okay. It's it been felt a, little, a little bit muggy, maybe. I don't know. I, I was outside earlier and it was a bit sort of like, eh. Ah, either way, I mean, like, um, yeah, it's a little... It's, it's still nice, but it's more like... I was expecting like an 8 out of 10. And I've got like a 6.5 kind of thing. Ooh. I mean, still, it's still above average. It is. That's what I mean. So it's still a positive score, but it's not as positive a score as I was hoping for. No one likes seeing a six, though. Seven and above. After you've had a seven and above, then you'll be fine with having a six. Mm. But, like, you don't want to start with a six. Does that make sense? Start as you mean to go on. Exactly. And, like, it's like, like I mentioned before, like, if you have, like, you know, if you've got, like, really good scotch at home, once you've had a certain amount of them, put the good scotch away and then get the shit scotch out because yeah, you don't absolutely. fucking care at that point and you just, the you just when the game's already won yeah so yeah you gotta have you gotta have the like you know a bottle of something like jim beam or just whatever your lowest on your level is you gotta have that there ready for when you fucking lose your taste of the good shit and just start drinking it happens for me as, as you've both been drinking me my drinking accelerates as i go on and then i just start like what would take me half an hour to drink takes me 10 minutes and so yeah, that's why i don't have good whiskey at the end of the night <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, I always tend to drink my rums and cokes quite quick. But beer, beer, it depends on the evening. I can, sometimes I can be, beer will go down me like that. Other times it really takes its toll and it have to go down. Oh, yeah, Burns, I almost expected you to come here with a couple of cans of Heineken. Yeah, well, and until they start paying me, I'm not going on telly with it. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> oh, that's, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It's just, this has made me sad in a way that I'm not at the house. Um so yeah, thanks for this. Uh, also, Boomer, don't ever refer to yourself in any way as Mark because I just—that's not right. Your, your name is not Mark. It's, oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. <laughs> I remember my old housemate. His name—he was just known to me as Hockey. I didn't know his first name. His last name's Hockey, right? Which is unusual, I suppose. And then one night, he came in and some—he got into a scuffle with a couple of guys. He tried to mug him or something. He fought them off. And uh, he came in and he had like a bit of a black eye and he was on the phone reporting it. And uh, he, the coppers were like, so what's your, uh, so what's your name? And he went, uh, it's Chris. And I literally went, no, it's not. <laughs> and he was like, dude, I was like, that's no, not. And that was the first time I heard his first name while well, he's on the phone. He's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, Boomer, that's, that's your name. There you go. Don't have that's a a, that is how most people, yeah, that's my, I guess that's like my, they're both my given name because I didn't choose either of them, I suppose. But, but yeah, I guess everyone tends to know if you're a friend of mine, you probably call me Boomer. If you work with me or were a teacher, you call me Mark. I guess that's kind of how it goes. Mm -hmm. But I remember um, a mate of ours, um, Viggs, 
the fact like when that we both discussed with us the moment that we kind of like broke down and the, when we both at the same time felt we became friends it's like we gave each other a hug after a desperate fleas event when we were about to get into separate cars so it's gave each other a hug. oh it's like oh yeah, it's a nice hug and he's like whispered in my ear what's your real name <laughs> going, oh it's mark fix what's your real name oh it's chris it's nice to meet you <laughs> we just then just carrying on giving another hug got in each other's cars and left and then like separately at like, various different drinking nights we go, that we've discovered that was the moment we submitted like yeah we're I don't think help. I've heard that story that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> it's very literally all I, all I knew was called as Viggs I didn't know it was Chris Viggers I didn't know it was short for his surname he had no idea what Boomer what meant or what my full name was I don't even know if he knows my surname's Williams you know uh, he will, if he watches this he will do now he's not watching <laughs> um, ice hockey or some shit yeah um right should we do uh should we do pairings do we have pairings of the wine what are, what are we going to pair it with uh well you can do let's extend it we do music you can do film or you can do video games burns you got a pairing for your prosecco yeah i'm gonna do uh barbers and daggio on this one uh because it's made me quite sad, uh, but mainly because uh, seeing your wonderful faces now uh, makes me want to run out into the jungle and just be shot down on the way. <laughs> um, and every time you see it back, you'll think I'll make it. You think I'm, he's going to make it this time, and that's the power of it. So uh, yeah, get uh, get Barbara on. I mean, he uh, he hated that song by the end of it because you know he was like, you know, I've done other songs. Like yeah, but you heard this one. And this guy, while we're on that, Ben, tried to put Barbara Sadaggio strings on in Slim Jims, which is a LA star dive bar. Which is I love Slim Jims. Yeah. And uh, it was in the jukebox. So in it goes on Friday night. Obviously, that's not going to play very well. And as soon as you have mm, kill switch from the, uh, the barman, Ben turns around indignant, like, what are you doing? He's like, that's not going on. Why? It's in there. Like, ah, oh, guys. Come on. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, just that floating over about 10.30 on a lovely Friday when everyone's having fun. <laughs> JFK's fucking funeral thing or whatever starts. Like, oh, this, is, this is what I came out for. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a really good pairing, actually. Fucking Outstanding. Hell. Outstanding. <laughs> Cal, what you got? Uh, well, I, um, I, uh, I went into this sort of not really expecting a lot. And actually... I'm really, really enjoying this. So uh, I'm going to... Oh, my God, it's raining outside. Um, yeah, I'm going to pair this with... Uh, oh, God, what is it? I had it a second ago. Uh, shit. Um, this is phenomenal hosting. I've got this. this. Is, yeah, I, this is just... <laughs> I, I was literally thinking... killing that dead air. Yeah, fucking hell. This oh, criminal offence. <laughs> criminal offence being committed by... The co-host. Boomer, Boomer, you go. Boomer, the host, you go. The host in the, this is why you're the co-host and the host. <laughs> I've literally watched the episode of Scrubs the other day. Um, Boomer, okay. You go. I've, Fine. I'm actually on the phone now, Cal, because it's unbelievable, this. It's unbelievable. Yeah. i tell you what, you, we'll, everyone, just get on your phones, chill out, do it like, till he's fucking ready. We'll wait. No, oh, hang on, I mean, you're doing yours first. No, yeah, I'll do mine. I've got it, i got it fucking done right now. So I'm going to go, I'm going to straight off, I'm going to go, this tastes like Chromatica by Lady Gaga. So, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Yeah. So, the reason why is because actually, for once, I'm pairing up music. I listened to it for the first time today, actually. I hadn't listened to it yet. So, art pop is what got me into Lady Gaga. Actually, that's not true. What got me into Lady Gaga was the Muppets special with Lady Gaga because um, 
there was some, you know, when they do like they have like a random singer or someone like that on the Muppets, and they do like a whole show revolved around it. So they do like the Muppets and Lady Gaga. I like, so I thought I'd never really listened to her before. I just knew she, I just knew who she was, but I'd never heard her. So like, listen, watch that. I thought that was, you know, was what she was enjoying it. I love the Muppets. She's gorgeous, obviously. So that helps when you don't know who they are. Like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll give it a look and start watching it. And then she did a duet with Elton John. And they had like a piano either side of each other and then did a song together. Like, holy fuck, she's keeping up with Elton John. This woman's special. Like, if you can keep up, if you can like, you know, bust your chops with Elton John, then you are something incredible. And that instantly, I then just like kind of stopped like, right. I am now, you have my 100% attention because I can see that you are, you're like, you two are actually like riffing spontaneously. And it's not like little bits that are like prepared because I can see how proud you are of like doing it. Like when they come and like, oh, oh, fuck, fuck yeah, like that kind of thing. And they were just like, it was really nice to watch. Like when people genuinely improvising live on something. And uh, yes, yeah, so that led me into Lady Gaga. So I heard, then I heard the album Art Pop, which is phenomenal. Huge fan of that album. So I then have expected this from, you know, when you come into that one, I think that's actually her best album. So sadly, it's not her best, well, it is her best album. Sadly, the rest can't, don't really measure up to it. So then when I heard, so because like my parents bought me this or gave me this, kind of figured I'm in for a, a good treat. They don't scrimp on wine. It's probably, you know, not the cheapskate stuff I normally buy. It's probably a really nice one. My dad's got good taste. And now I'm drinking it. Like I said before, it's, it's not bad. It's a sort of six and a half out of ten or something like that. Six out of ten. But it's not art pop. It's chromatica. Okay. Well, that is lovely. I actually understand this show now. <laughs> you can cut the start, and actually most of it, apart from the barber chat. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a musical review show by the medium of fucking wine. It's like free association podcast <laughs> i'll do it give it to me i'll do hey, it that was fantastic fair play they, thank you sir i'll tell you what was yours let's see, let's pairings see what... are always great this is probably going to be shit now i've only, i think i've had one good pairing that I've, well while i've described it um so uh, you've got this you've got this cow believe in yourself so i i remembered the name of um so I, i've gone for a pairing with a video game oh given that burns is here um, Burns, you remember the game Dark Void? Yes, I do. Yeah, so Dark Void was one of these games that seemed to come out in sort of like late 2000s to sort of beginning of, you know, 2010s as it goes on, where they just, you just sort of got these adventure games or like third person, third person shooters that just sort of came out without any warning. Um, and it was back in the days when like Nolan North did the voice of every single hero in a video game. Mm. And Dark Void was no exception. Um, and I was working at HMB at the time, so I got a 30% discount on video games. So I was literally buying every single new release that came out, whether it was going to be good or not. Um, and Dark Void came out. I think there was a demo for it on the Xbox um, Live uh, store arcade, which I did download. Uh, I think I played a bit and sort of, really kind of thought nothing of. When I actually bought the full game and I played it from start to finish, I actually, while it's by, by no means, it's not like an amazing game or anything. It's like, it, it's okay, it's fine. I, I enjoyed it. I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. It's one of these games uh, where you, it, it, it's, it's third person shooter. Um, you've got like a jetpack, So you're, it's not just like you're going down a corridor, like it's completely 360. You're shooting enemies that are coming from every which way, and it sort of adapts the cover mechanic that you might see in some games like Gears of War and um, 
you know basically any third person shooter these days uh, to be in like a whole 360 environment uh, so you're shooting up down left right diagonal everywhere uh, and also you traverse that way as well so you're not just going forward backwards up and down you're going all over the place around everything you've got this whole environment to, to describe and while that isn't necessarily a new mechanic the way that you traversed i think was a little bit different maybe um but yeah no i am um, i remember finding the gameplay very satisfying um and i really didn't expect to enjoy it as much as i did and i'd say that's very similar to the wine that i've got now i just i just grabbed it because it said dino on it actually I'm going to finish this bottle tonight. Worked out. Was worked out. That was uh, before I ran off. That cow, lovely. Yep. Firstly, and secondly, that was the golden era of the so-called double A video game. So not budget, but not massive Call of Duty. So Bionic Commando, also Capcom. Yeah, uh, the Wanted video game, which I Wanted, really yeah, was really good. The perfect rental, perfect rental game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fire it, forget it, and then. Yeah. Oh, like the uh, 007 Night, not Nightfire, Bloodstone, which is the best five out of ten video game I've ever played. <laughs> it, it's just so there, you know. Like, you, like when you sit down on a Sunday and you go, "Oh, Bond's on." Okay, and you just kind of drift through it, but you're generally happy with it. And that five out of ten things are not appreciated enough. There are not. always some which are just you just want that five out of ten. You don't yeah. want. You don't want like, oh, this is a masterpiece. I don't fucking want a masterpiece now. I want a fucking enjoyable five out of tenner. Exactly. Well, on that fucking note, this episode will be rated five out of ten. <laughs> Burns, quick tip for any, anyone out there or anything you want to plug before you go. Uh, yeah, you can find us at specialgunproductions.com. We've got a lovely show reel. Steven Spielberg's in it for reasons never really explained. Um, uh, I didn't get to meet him. I was at a showing with him. And it was the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, so Have you sorry. met Senor Spielbergo, his non-Union Mexican equivalent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, in terms of tips, if anyone is listening and wondering how they can do production or games production or video games, the, I don't know, it's obviously very difficult to go, well, it worked for me. Uh, but I, like I said, I was very lucky. But do the thing that you think that you are best at in that craft, whether that's reviews, or just keep on honing it a little bit. That's how I started. I wrote reviews for free. And then just hit someone up on Twitter because someone will respond to you. They will. If you say, hey, or you just people like to be nice. It's nice to be nice. So if people, like we've had this, people approached us and say, hey, you know, do you mind looking over our show real? Sure. And you'll find that that happens more often than not. So it seems like this massive impenetrable thing. And for a lot of people it is. Uh, but sometimes just... Just have a go at it. Email, email your favorite writers. They might write back. I've been amazed sometimes when I have called people. They answer the phone. Not Cal. He never fucking answers the phone to me. Unbelievably. It's true. I, it's really bad <laughs> answering the phone. Yeah. I'm in the green room before they just try to work out where I can watch it. It's like, nah, so I'm cool. Uh, but yeah, like it's, it's too simplistic to say, oh, I'll just do this or that or thing. But it is definitely possible, which sounds trite, but... A lot of people are just put off by the size of the industry. So it's like music or, or anything like that. Just give it give it a shot. It sounds so fucking rubbish. But I like that. I, no, love it. I like it. I love it. it. Yeah. Sounds good. Or not fail, but they don't. They think, because I thought that. I didn't start until I was 25 in the games, uh, in writing, which is what I always wanted to do. And when I arrived for my interview, I actually said, I think this is the last shot at, you know, at 25. <laughs> but, you know, and they were like, yeah, cool. And it's just, yeah, just having a go at it 
and see what happens. I mean, I got knocked back from a few writing jobs before that. Uh, I suppose the other advice is if you want to get into the industry, go out drinking with Ben Sides and then go on the website. Doesn't then write Imagine on your hand. That's great. No, do you know what? That's a fantastic outro. That is awesome. that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining Burns. That's, that's, um, it's been a pleasure having you here. And, yeah, uh, I'm hoping we'll be able to see you in, in the flesh very, very soon. Yes, hopefully. No doubt wearing this exact t-shirt. So. Exactly. I'll probably be wearing the same one. <laughs> I nearly put that one on earlier on today, actually. Oh, that would have been fine. Yeah. Oh, oh, Burns, we, we can wear our Raiders jerseys. I've gone for, I've gone for Hannah Lou Clark today, so shout out to Hannah Lou Clark. She's awesome. Anyone who hasn't, that's, that's my tip. If you haven't listened to Hannah Lou Clark before, she's fucking great. Listen to Hannah Lou Clark. There you go. I believe, right. did Daryl have a Hannah Lou Clark on shirt when we think, were, yeah, did our so. episode? There you go. So this is, a, this is a, a podcast staple. Anyway, sorry, enough of my shit. That's all right. Right, let's kill this because I'm going to call you guys back off this and give you all the gossip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually to any interested parties. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Guys. See you everybody. Yeah. Bye-bye. Nice. That was Lovell Terrace as well. I would so just massive, get on. <laughs> massive copyright strikes now, lads. I'm afraid you've. Uh, All right, yeah. we cut some of it out. It'll be fun.